And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid conservative, just plain right, covering some major ground across the northern half of the most beautiful state we call Alabama. I'm talking about this show goes down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back over to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, thrown in just for good measure. Well, it's that time. It is that time. It's that time when having surfed through the headlines, as I immerse myself in what it takes to bring you a well-resourced show, I kept finding myself going, mm, there's some wokeness right there. Wow. Oh, the wokeness in that one. Wow. Look at all the woke. Well, that what that means is at some point, you just got to do it. It's time for another Adventures in Woke World. Adventures in Woke World. Coming right out the gate, you will be happy to know that the uh, the transgender in women's sports thing continues. I mean, so Newsmax, right, Newsmax has an article that came out yesterday afternoon. Minnesota judge says a trans weightlifter can compete with women. I just, I just like, I just look at this and go, yeah, that's not going to work out. So, a Minnesota judge has a rule has ruled that a transgender weightlifter can compete in women's powerlifting competitions. In his ruling, in a discrimination case against USA Powerlifting, the organization. District Judge Patrick Diamond said the organization must, quote, cease and desist from all of its unfair discriminatory practices. After having previously denied transgender weightlifter J.C. Cooper access to the full and equal enjoyment of public accommodation because of sexual orientation. That's a word salad for... Uh, the dude says he's a chick, and so go ahead and let him power lift with the other chicks who power lift, and that's not going to work out. So, yeah, Cooper is a male, born a male, uh, who filed a complaint with the Minnesota Department of Human Rights in 2019, alleging that the weightlifting or powerlifting organization had denied him his human rights. Mm. And so the quote says here, Ms. Cooper, that's that's the dude. Ms. Cooper sees powerlifting as a way to find strength within herself and has found a home in the community of strong, supportive women who come together around a shared love of sport. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I doubt it very seriously. I doubt very seriously the other competitors are like, sure, come on in and take our medals from us and beat all of our records and give us something that we cannot attain to because you're a dude. In December 2018, Cooper got an email from the USA Powerlifting Organization stating that she could not compete because of her transgender identity and got her card revoked and everything. Here's the final of this article. By denying Cooper the right to participate in the female category, this is a quote from the judge, the category consistent with her self-identification, USAPL denied her the full and equal enjoyment of the services support facilities that USAPL offers its members. That's the judge's ruling. Now, the judge does not ask the question, what about equality for the actual female members of the U.S. Uh, uh, American Powerlifting Association? What about them? What, 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 about, what about their rights to, you know, move forward in the competition that they have worked hard to be a part of? Eh, it apparently doesn't matter. It's another adventure in woke world. Uh, let me weed down in my stack here and find the. Oh, this one. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. So here we go. Brace yourselves. Brace, brace yourselves. Conservatives, strap in. You ready? The Political Insider has an article dated yesterday. Headline 
Arizona school board member wearing cat ears argues that hiring teachers with Christian values is concerning. You don't want to hire those Christians. They might come in there and actually care about the kids. Says an Arizona school board member. Oh, listen, Boomer, what was that story we had a while back? Um, what was her name? Something St. Clair or something like that? that yeah, uh, the Indian Native American. Native American neurodivergent I something. I can't even remember the whole title. Art <laughs> collective manager. You name it, that's what they I got, were. I got one to beat that. To beat it? So, I'm just, I'm just here. You ready? All right. <laughs> okay. This is, this, this lady's name is Tamila Valenzuela. She's on the school board in the Washington School District in Arizona. Her bio on the Washington School District's website, her bio says, She's a bilingual, disabled, neurodivergent, queer, black Latina who loves a good hot wing and things that sparkle. <laughs> loves a good hot wing. Well, I can relate. I like hot wings. So. Yeah, okay, but I didn't know. Okay, she, she, she's a bilingual, disabled, neurodivergent, queer, black Latina. She's just stacking them up, man. <laughs> She's just racking them up. Let's see how many I can fit in my title. I did I, so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, she takes issue with the idea. How woke is this? She takes issue with the idea that the school board has been in a prior multi-year contract with Arizona Christian University to allow for the hiring of teachers out of their student teaching program. Okay. She doesn't like it. She says, "While I full-heartedly believe in the religious freedom and people." And, and people being able to practice whatever faith they have. I have some concerns regarding looking at this particular institution. So literally within like moments of saying that she, quote, full-heartedly believes in religious freedom, she went on to say, my concern is when I go onto Arizona Christian University's website that they're committed to Jesus Christ, accomplishing his will and his advancement on earth as in heaven. And as a parent, she has a problem with this. She says their part of their values is to transform culture with truth promoting the biblically informed values. I want to know how bringing in teachers from institution that's ingrained in those values so directly impacts three of your board members who are part of the LG. So what she basically said was, I'm afraid they might make me feel uncomfortable about the fact that I'm trying to convince the world that I'm a bilingual, disabled, neurodivergent, queer, black Latina who likes hot wings and things that sparkle. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> oh, but you know what, though? She's allowed to vote, and she's on a school board, man. Wow. Lord God. Um, let's see. Which one do I want next? I'm weeding through my stack, weeding through my stack. Which one do I want next? How about this one? This is one of those makes you want to throw things at the radio. Uh, a top official, according to the Daily Wire, Dateline yesterday, a top official at the Democrat National Committee on Saturday attacked critics of woke ideology as anti-black. So I guess when we get on here and laugh about woke world boomer, we're apparently anti-black. We just didn't know it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know this. Just brace yourself. So Lindy Lee is her name. Lindy Lee, spelled L-I. Uh, Lindy Lee, the women's co-chair and mid-Atlantic regional chair at the, at the Democrat National Committee, appeared on MSNBC. And you know it's, you know it's gone south when MSNBC feels the need to have to caveat the, your statements, when MSNBC gets uncomfortable, <laughs> something's gone really wrong. 
So she starts off by saying, let's be clear what anti-woke means. It's anti-black. And I think people are very reluctant to say it, but I don't mince any words. That's the truth. That's their way of, you know, sounding the dog whistle, which is the, the other way of saying secret racism. They're sounding the dog whistle. <laughs> um, she goes on to say, uh, it says that she targeted a series of high-profile Republicans, the CPAC the, and, and the American Conservative Union. She said, let's not ignore the fact that CPAC has become a gathering of sexual predators. (laughs) And then she went on to say, uh, former President Donald Trump is a serial rapist. At some point, it says the host of the show got uh, went into several awkward moments and then tried to clarify that this is not the network's position. (laughs) If MSNBC is having to try and talk their way out of your comments, you are way, way way out there <laughs> all right probably the last one before the break adventures in woke hit that sound effect again i just need it adventures in woke world bah, bah, bah. oh gavin newsome alert for all of you out in california that uh listen to our podcast and we know there's a bunch of you so thank you for it we love you on the left coast we're hang we're hanging in there just hoping one day soon to rescue you but this is the deal daily caller has an article that came out yesterday so in case you haven't heard, and by the way, I admire this, Walgreens, the, 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 the pharmacy giant, Walgreens, has announced that they will not be shipping um, mifeprestone, which is the abortion pill. They will not be shipping that for now until they know for a fact that whatever state they're shipping it to has a state law that allows it. In other words, they're not going to go with the whole Biden administration push of shipping it everywhere, no matter what. No, it doesn't, doesn't work that way. So thank you, Walgreens. I don't know what other policies they have in place or what their politics have been, if any. But I am thankful to hear that Walgreens has chosen to take a very pragmatic and legal approach to the question of shipping abortion pills into states that may ban it. Well, Gavin Newsom. The governor of California is having none of it. This will not stand. Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom announced Monday that California will no longer do business with Walgreens or any other company that puts women's lives at risk. Let me remind you, this is the same hypocrite that put Montana on a no-fly list for state business and then went there on vacation himself. This is the same governor that, by the way, last week, last week, when his state was in the middle of an epic weather emergency, took a personal vacation to Mexico. Anyway, Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom announced Monday that California will no longer do business with Walgreens or any company that puts women's lives at risk after the company agreed not to distribute abortion-inducing drugs in certain Republican-led states. So basically, the Republicans-led states simply have a state law which is allowed by the 10th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. And the state law says don't do it. And Walgreens said, you know what? That's the law. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do that. Walgreens responded to Kansas Attorney General Chris Kobach by notifying him the drug would not be offered in his state, for instance. California won't be doing business with Walgreens or any company that cowers to the extremists and puts women's lives at risk, says Newsom. We're done. That's his phrase. We're done. Well, Alabama, Missouri, Alaska, Florida, Georgia, Texas, and several other states have all received similar confirmation that the abortion pill is not going to be offered at Walgreens in their state. And Newsom 
is just beside himself. If you can't kill babies at record levels by taking a pill, then the world has just gone south. Oh, boy. Just boggles the mind. All right, we are in Adventures of Rogue World. I got a little more where that came from. You stay tuned. We're going to take a break right now. And then coming up top of the hour, we got Erica Thomas from 1819 News. You're going to want to hear about this story. Yeah, go figure. The organization that labels hate groups has been out there attacking cops. We'll talk about it. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, i got to tell you about one of our newest advertisers, uh, the Elm Foundation, E-L-M, the Elm Foundation. They're based out of Huntsville. Elm Foundation has some pretty cool mission. And, they, you know, you, you hear all the time about, you know, some of these policies out there that are, like, you know, enabling people to continue breaking the law or, or remain homeless or, or to, uh, you know, live in the drug-induced environment that they've, they've been perpetuating upon themselves. And the Elm Foundation sees an entirely different way of doing things. The Elm Foundation is literally out there right now doing amazing things as a 501c3 to offer people a hand up without offering them a handout. Literally giving them the skills it takes and the resources it takes to better their position in life, no matter what their position is right now. And the Elm Foundation, they, they do this all across the North Alabama area, and they're based out of Huntsville. And I would encourage you, check them out. I mean, so, yeah, very cool. I, I, I love the idea that they're doing this. And I love the idea, by the way, this is, this is not government throwing money at a situation. This is an organization that has got a mission, and they're going at it in what I consider to be the right way. The Elm Foundation. You can find them on their website at Elm HSV. That's E L M H S V, as in Elm Huntsville, E L M H S V dot org. Check them out, and uh, we're glad to have them right side radio uh, sponsors. Um, so the phones are ringing. We'll see what we can get to. Uh, I, I will tell you this there's a whole lot of wokeness out there. <laughs> it's a nev- that's, why, that's why this is a recurring segment, uh, because it just, it just never seems to end. So you remember a while back when we had that situation with the um, the Ministry of Truth? Remember that the, the the Biden administration was trying to form its own Ministry of Truth within the Department of Homeland Security. That went over like a turd in a punch bowl. I'm just going to go. In. Did I say that? I did. Um, but uh, how about this? If at first you can't succeed, you know, fail, fail again, right? So the Attorney General of Washington State is now pushing for his own state-level ministry of truth. I kid you not. (laughs) And critics say that it is the kind of thing that could jail conservatives who express their mainstream views. This story came off theblaze.com two days ago. A state attorney general, it says, is advocating for a bill that some critics argue could punish outspoken conservatives as domestic extremists. So, yeah, Jason Rantz, who often appears on uh, Fox News, uh, he's got a radio show out in Seattle. Jason Rantz said this is the most dangerous bill in legislative history. 
He said, Washington State is creating a state version of the ill-fated Ministry of Truth. And the controversial bill itself proposes the establishment of a commission on domestic violence extremism. Well, what does that mean? That means anybody who doesn't agree with what their narrative is. That's what it means. Domestic violence extremism. Well, <laughs> it's, of course, being sponsored by Democrats. And the legislation was spawned, it says, by the Attorney General's 2022 Domestic Terrorism Study. Uh, a study that warned that effective state intervention to address the threats has the potential to implicate speech or association that may be protected by the First Amendment. In other words, we're going to do this, and we know that it means we may have to get on you for your speech, and we may have to get on you because you're armed. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought those were constitutionally protected. Well, apparently not when you live in Washington State. They are moving forward on this legislation and what it basically means is, in their words, the bill sponsor says, try to get to people before they get radicalized. What does that mean? The thought police. That's exactly what that means. It's unreal. All right. I pulled this one off of Red State. So AT&T has their sponsor, Lily. You've seen her, Boomer, Lily. She does the AT&T commercials. Yeah. It comes across real nice, yeah. real kind of, you know, kind of Lily. innocent, kind of sweet. Yeah, apparently she's a raging liberal. And I don't mean like a little bit. I mean, like she's out there trying to make sure everybody knows her positions on everything all of a sudden. Don't know why she would do this, or for that matter, why AT&T says, hey, Thanks for uh, gushing out your liberalism, uh, you know, and, and, and putting us in an awkward spot. So, like, here's a reminder. In 2019, Gillette decided to go ahead and run out there with their toxic masculinity ads, and it backfired in a big way. Uh, I used to use a Gillette razor. I don't anymore. Um, and a lot of men uh, used up whatever Gillette products they had and never went back. Um, well, that's what happens when corporations go woke or their spokespeople go woke, and you just don't want to deal with it. You don't want to. You don't want to support that. So apparently, Lily has gotten out there of late, making sure that she's able to do her leftist scoldy rants, according to this article here, and 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 just 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 dumping her positions that nobody needs to know. And it and this is what you see often in in, in woke world, is there's a complete lack of discretion. Hey, I'm the face of AT&T. Hey, I'm the spokesperson. Hey, I'm getting paid a lot of money. Maybe now's not the time for me to tell the world that I support birthing persons uh, and, and, and LGBTQ agendas and that uh, universal health care is a great idea and that I had an abortion and everybody needs to understand I support abortion and it's because I had one too. All I'm saying is this. Woke world has no discretion meter, you know? They don't have, they don't have this this inner gauge that says, yeah, you know, not the best time. Or maybe there's a, a moment when this is the thing that I talk about, but maybe now's not that time. How about this? Maybe never. But freedom of speech, right? Go for it, Lily. Hope you stay employed. All right. We're coming right back. Erica Thomas from 1819 News calling in about a story she wrote about an attorney from the Southern Poverty Law Center who just got arrested, and boy, that's a hoot. Y'all stay tuned. We're moving on. The War on Cops is next. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 